All right, here we go. <coughs> oh, no, that's bad. All right, come on. <laughs> oh, Let's boom, go. you never gave us your, your ignorant one from last week. Uh, it was like a... Something like that. I can't remember what it was. It was something bad. It was something about... It was something... It was a, I don't even feel comfortable talking about this. The food. The food broadcast. Because it's going to slide into the... It's going to slide into the... Uh, into the regular joint. <laughs> Alright. Alright, well... Alright, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, that's also the beginning. Here we go. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another week of DEFCON Jive. Yo, this is your boy, Cannon, a.k.a. Professor Xavier Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes, your man, Boom Dynamite, aka Don Fon Don. I got the cake covered. Yep. BKA Rex Ryan Tillerman. Okay. okay. I just left trying to exploit uncharted territory for the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Let that work. Oh, well Let done. That work. Well done. That work. I like well it. Well done. C- CKA <laughs> Slick Rick Perry. Okay. I just don't see okay. how this man could be the, uh, the head of energy. I just can't see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be something missing. There's got to be something missing. <laughs> okay. Uh, RKA Etsy Betsy DeVos. Subcontracting your child's education. We're going to delegate that one down. You know what I mean? Outsourcing all that. <laughs> CKA Ben Carson. I just accepted a job to fight for the rights of the rotor prop population in public housing. I'm pretty sure that's what he thinks the job is about. I flipped that Ben from Michael Jackson's Ben for the rodents. You know what I mean? That's a reach. And, and lastly, and most off-puttingly, Stuart Scott Pruitt. Mm. With him as the head of the EPA, we all gonna end up dead. It's not a game. Uh, 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 we love Stuart Scott. Is that is that a bad one? How do we judge this one? Yeah, right. But I mean, I think it's okay. But it's real, man. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, you gotta let that, you gotta let that one cook. Huh? Oh man, I'm gonna have to think about that one. Oh man, but that man. Well, while you think about it, let's Kenny. go. Incarnate <laughs> return. Last time I was on the show, man, I I, I talked some reckless shit about your boy uh, Donald Trump and his inauguration, man, and the disrespected. Well, I just, I just want to come out and apologize for disrespecting the holy name of Rayful Edmonds, dog. Because Trump ain't moved no white through these D.C. streets, mm. dog. Mm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's your boy. 
<laughs> this, this, no, show I, is, this show is brought to you by White Power. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that addendum. I appreciate it. This show is brought to you by yeah. Geno Smith Nostrum. boy, Jay Remy, Scumbag Incarnate, a.k.a. White House Press Secretary Sean Sykes. Yes. We don't be- we don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> yes. BKA Rex Trillison. Don't get gas. I got your Exxon Mobile. If I hit her on the hip, all she get is a long pipe full of that black gold. Yes. <laughs> right. This keeps going. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got this week, man. R.I.P. My Uncle Rich, man. Yeah, R.I.P. Uncle Rich. Now, I, I appreciate that little addendum, that little, you know, that correction right in the beginning. Rayful exactly. Edmonds moved plenty of white girl through the street, and Trump moved no white girl through the street. Boom. I believe you just broke your 18-week streak of Dak aliases. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm a little disappointed. So I'll come back next week, man. I had to stay woke for this week, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, man. Okay. These joints are crazy, bro. Can we talk about the joint, though? You know what I'm saying? What's like, up? What do you want to talk about? Did y'all see the joint, the story where the, you know, the dude from New England uh, pulled the fire alarm in the uh, Steelers <laughs> Hotel at 3 a.m.? <laughs> like, I understand gamesmanship and, you know, supporting the team, but it's like, it's always some... Some slightly, you know what I'm saying, illegal and, you know what I'm saying, fuck shit that happens with these Patriots, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. Should, you, know, you know Cannon, you know what I'm saying? When they yeah. play Philly, you know. Yeah, yeah. They were taping practices at that time. Now now they just resort to pulling fire alarms to wake dudes up at 3 a.m., disrupt their rim sleep and everything. <laughs> Awful. That's like high, that's some high level, like, I really want to win shit. Like, <laughs> and Bill Belichick wants to win. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You like like Bill Belichick checking the numbers on the sideline, like yeah, they're only gonna get fifteen minutes of run sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll check in with y'all next week as uh, they ramp up to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. I don't fuck with you, you little stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you. You little dumbass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Well, speaking of the Patriots, their owner, Bob Kraft, showed up, was one of the uh, 250,000 that showed up to Trump's inauguration. Uh, Brady was, Brady also supported having a Make America Great Again hat within plain view in his locker room. Skirt, skirt. Uh,. That if you if you needed a reason to cheer against the, the damn Patriots, you know they're gonna end up winning because Trump's president now, right? Yep. On some Bush shit. On some <laughs> Billy Bush shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Trump's inauguration just happened a couple of days ago. Only two hundred fifty thousand people showed up. Uh, the women's march happened subsequently the next day. They had. A couple hundred thousand show up. Ridership at the Metro was way more up at the Women's March than it was at the inauguration. But first, let's tackle the inauguration in that motherfucking alarmist ass speech that he gave. Uh, boom. You said in in the chat before, and I th- I'm sure it was about something else, but 
you said you're looking for some precedent to make yourself feel like yeah safe right now or something yeah like you know like uh, y- y'all know I mean, I'm a history major I study you know history American history being my you know area of concentration um, and you know just trying to figure out like you know what I mean where something like this something similar to this has happened cause you know everything in, you know in, in this world and everything that will happen has already happened and everything repeats itself but just trying to find you know a historical precedent for something like this where you know this guy is so you know unflapped and comes 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 you know out and says such you know asinine ridiculous things I just I just can't like I mean I I, I, I think everyone just doesn't know how to handle it like from the fact that he hasn't turned in his uh, tax returns to the you know uh, nominees that he's considered for his cabinet positions to those nominees not even you know submitting ethics forms like everything is just they just do things counter you know what I'm saying um, to the way things are being done and the way that we understand how things should be done or how things can be done even. And so, uh, I think I think that's his strength is that he just you know on a different you know wavelength. And by the time we understand that, you know, what I mean, what the how the fuck he thinks, what the fuck is going on? It's already too late. Like you look at the the shit about the bill he's proposed to pull out of the UN. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Just happened today it's- while we're on the day that we're recording. Let's do it. Let's pull out the UN, dog. <laughs> you sure you want to do that, Remy? Yo, yo, burn this whole motherfucker down, dog. Let's, let's go, dog. I'm ready. Let's start over. <laughs> Trust the process, dog. <laughs> I, I think, like I, like I was saying earlier in the chat, like, uh, um, I think, you know, he's the uh, legit, you know, sociopath. And um, if you look at, you know, Rex Tillerson, and we talked about before, um, I've heard a tape of him. He was on uh, giving a speech talking about how Russia is parallel to, you know, um, pre-colonized Africa as uh, as it relates to the amount of raw materials they have and the amount of resources that they need to be, you know, uh, fully developed, you know what I mean? thriving, you know, countries and nations and continent. That's how he feels about Russia. So if, you know, we can pull out of NATO and the UN, which is stymied by rules, you know, that these businessmen don't <laughs> like. They want to find the best deal. They want to, you know, don't want uh, legislation or red tape to, to, to hinder them from from getting to their means. Fucking rules. <laughs> I, I'm going to skip out of these two, you know, skip out of these um, restraints and fucking go at Russia like if, if I really believe that this is what it is and I believe that he's a sociopath such that he really thinks that I figured out like I solved America's problem no one else gets it but me once we're you know getting all this dope shit from Russia all these raw all goods um, everyone will see what a you know genius I am for making this move no one else saw this but me not the not the you know guys that went to college for this not the you know, politicians, not the, uh, the government officials, just me. Like, I think that's generally, legitimately what it is. And if you look at his speeches and his comments, it's all about, like, 
ego, and so, yeah. and that furthers you know my assertion, like uh, the joke that he gave about the for the intelligence community. You know what I'm saying? At, at in the in the CIA joint, he gave a 15 minute speech, and three minutes of that talked about the intelligence community. The other 12 minutes talked about uh, the motherfucking media coverage and the lies about how many people came to the uh, to the uh, inauguration. And all this other bullshit. Like, it's generally, you know, talking about him and his plight as, as president. Like, that's what this, this man's about. We've been uh, we've been laughing and memeing and, and, and doing all this shit for, with Trump for, like, what, two years now? Yeah. And look, and, and look where he's sitting, dog. Like, none of, that stu- none of that stuff has affected him, dog. So, like... <laughs> the larger issue, or not the larger issue, or in a related uh, issue is that... While we laughed and I joked, all of my aliases this uh, today came about uh, the the people that he uh, put nominated for his cabinet, and they're all like under like vastly underqualified for their positions. But that's because of the fact that you know what I mean like I don't know if you guys like saw some of the you know um, the um, hearings, but on like um, on Betsy DeVos like her joint. Like I think like Elizabeth Warren or, or, or somebody was uh, asking her questions, and and they were just like, "What uh, would you do to make sure that you know uh, a child with a disability has the best chance of education in you know uh, any you know educational environment, whether it be private or public or charter, whatever?" And she was like, "You know, uh, I would work with my team, and my team would ensure that you know all the options were available to her." And she was like, your team? And I'm asking you, what would you do? She was like, I put together a team and my team would work. And she was like, so you're delegating down the education of our children? And I think that these people are vastly, you know, unpre- unprepared and underqualified such that mm-hmm. they're just going to be able to push through uh, thoughtlessly the agenda of uh, uh, of the right and the conservative. Like you guys said, these things, these this legislation is going to come you know, underhanded, and it's going to be, you know, largely at the expense of people that are not um, apt or intelligent enough to realize that they are being used as figureheads. Right, and you already see that happening on Twitter. Uh, there's there's a certain Twitter account where do, all dude does is find people who, who praised Trump and voted for him and, you know, insulted other people, like, yeah, get out the country, Trump is president now. And then, like, two weeks later, it's like, Trump, what are you doing? Why are you tweeting? Why are you raising FHA loans? Why are you? (laughs) It is like these people were so dumb to realize that he's going to do what he said he was going to do. It's not like he's going to get in there and not roll back the ACA. And I don't know if it's true or not that people don't know that Obamacare is the ACA, but. I'm sure there are one or two people out there who are like, "No, I got a, I got the Affordable Care Act. I didn't get Obamacare." And, oh shit, he's actually doing it to the ACA. Yeah, that's what that's what like, like yo, burn the place down, dog. <laughs> like, 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 let these motherfuckers have what, what the, get what they paid for, dog. Like that's what they wanted, right? Right, but we got to get burned <laughs> down with it. That's the problem. Yo, know, like yo, know, I'm sorry, like I'm a black man in America, dog. Like you're not gonna like. You're not going to chase me out of the country. With, with, oh, no. You know. Oh, no. I was born here. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, dog. 
this is every day for me though. Like, <laughs> like I, I want, I want the, I want these uh, the Trump supporters to get a taste of, of, of what this is. You know what I mean? But, but the, the the question that I have is, do so Trump reacts childishly, immaturely, and uh, dumbly to these little dumbly. these little sly things like the numbers at the inauguration, right? Like you said, boom. He he spent twelve minutes talking about that he actually had the largest attended inauguration and yada 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 and the the sun right the sun came out when i spoke but then it went back to being cloudy when it like he's pushing all this bullshit do you do you think that it actually matters that that matters to him yeah i think really I i think i think that that his control and his perception uh, what it is that's why he always you know says I got the best and it's gonna be excellent it's always he always speaks like in superlatives and like hyperbolically yeah. like everything's like super exaggerated and it's just the greatest and I tell you I know uh, you, uh, you, you'll never have support like like you have with support with me you'll be calling me like Mr. President stop supporting us so like it's just, it's just so much um, but that's what he's pressing that's what he wants people to believe you know what I'm saying that's what he he wants people to perceive him as, and I think that's more important than literally anything else. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like for him to for him to question John Lewis and say, you know, what have you done? For him to question Meryl Streep about her acting credentials, you know what I mean? For him, for, <laughs> like it, it, it's like you know what I mean? Just for for him to go back at you know Alec Baldwin or or, or Lauren Michaels and Saturday Night Live, like. He's 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 not above reprieve. Like he like if anybody says anything to him, he's gonna clap back. And he thinks that right. he cannot have that negative press out there where someone's bad mouthing or demeaning him. It's right, like, but I, like also also Kim Jong also Kim Jong Il right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, but I think my question <laughs> is, does that matter in terms of policy? Like, if if we divert his attention away by doing some superficial shit like not showing up to the inauguration, how does that affect the actual policy? Well, I think it's gonna have to like like it's gonna have to hit the people. Like you said, once it cuts like the Obamacare, and then people start having like it literally affect their lives, and it's like, well, you know, this guy's not really that, you know. And then like the populists create these things with this hashtag, you know, Trump sucks or Trump took my house or Trump, you know, my dog died because of Trump, like whatever, like. What? Because <laughs> you know, because you know, you know, social media and Twitter is that is that is that voice of the people. So once it actually, you know, affects their lives, like it's not gonna, like you can't say shit back about it. Like you know what I mean, yeah. Here's a question I got though. Like, how long is he gonna be able to hold on to this Twitter account, Doug? Uh, for, he can't hang on to it. Uh, cause if you if you notice, Barack Obama. He he tweeted from Barack Obama before he was president, and then he moved over to the POTUS. He yeah. did not tweet under Barack Obama as uh president as the president. So Donald Trump is going to keep his Twitter account. The question is, will they let him tweet from it? Or that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. like like uh, like I like I know you get to keep the Twitter account, but like, like in, term, in terms of like national security and stuff like that, like Who like I'm check? pretty sure they're going to take that away. Who's going to check him? Yeah, that's true. Who is going to check him? I don't know. <laughs> but but what, like, what are we talking about here? Because the fact of the matter is he's already been sworn in to the office of presidency. Moreover, as a, uh, you know, one of the last two candidates for presidency, he's been receiving, you know what I mean, 
uh, intelli- intelligence briefing. So it's like this should have been a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And <laughs> right. again, like I said earlier, the general, you know, what I'm saying, feel is no one fucking understands and knows how the hell to deal with this guy because he's so unconventional. So like I said, his, his taxes should have been turned in. The, the nominees that he turned in for the cabinet position should have had, you know, the ethics forum so people could research, you know, their dealings before they, you know, had those hearings. Uh, you know what I mean? He should have uh, fucking done his research before he commented on these people on Twitter. Like, Twitter. He should have turned in his Twitter. Like, it's just not going down, dog. So my last question on this is, um, why doesn't the GOP feel like they can do something about this? Is it because they're afraid of their constituents' backlash who voted yep. for Trump? Yeah. Or do they just not, or do they feel like, I think I asked this before in the chat, like, or are they just going to sit back and secretly invest in these companies that are going to make money off of Trump deals and just reap the benefits? So they're, they're not saying it, because not because they're scared, but because they want to make some money. I think they just want to go to the party. Like, they want to be out there. Like, there was mm. a there was a guy on uh, CNN, and he was just talking about, uh, he was talking about the the little fake me out uh, conspiracy about the people that uh, came to the inauguration, and he was like, "I came to the inauguration and uh, I couldn't get on the on the mall. Like there was a fence, I couldn't get there." And mm-hmm. the other guy responded like, "You know, do you feel like you know what I'm saying there was seven hundred and fifty thousand other people that were there with you? You know what I'm saying?" He was like, "No, I'm just saying. You know what I mean." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get on the mall, so I'm, I'm assuming other people couldn't get on the mall either. And he was like, "Like, did you see people there with you?" So I'm just, I'm just saying, President Trump could be true, could be you know honest in that people couldn't get on the, the mall. That's why we didn't have the, the turnout. It's people that mm-hmm. are kissing them just to get, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. just just to live. And like we talked about before, this guy's ego is such that you know, what I'm saying, that's how you eat out here. You know what I mean? Right. Before we move on to the next topic, I want to take a brief interlude. And uh, Remy, you you weren't here last week due to uh, family family issues. I, I just wanted to check with you really quickly. Did you have anything to say about the avian? <laughs> Hashtag avian so white. That's good reporting. <laughs> Follow up. Look, man. Look, man. I, I I don't know how you don't have a uh, Victoria cakes. Mm. Mm. And 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 the best butt joint, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what? You know Trump is the president, dog. Anything is possible, dog. Okay. Like, like, <laughs> this is no longer my country, dog. It, it's it's becoming clear and clear to me, you know. Right. I mean, you're you're the uh, you're the subject matter expert in, <laughs> in, in in such areas. So because we did the the topic without you, I wanted to make sure that you got a chance to say your piece <laughs> about hashtag avian so white. So, so, you, so what you're saying, Remy, is that you're gonna vote for Alexis Texas over Victoria Cakes? No, like, no, I'm gonna, vote, I'm gonna vote for my my Victoria Cakes. You know what I'm saying? But, but it's not gonna matter, yo, because that solid majority is gonna kick in. It's a, it's mm. a new America. It's a new America. Yeah. It's a new America, dog. It's not, it's not America's not what we thought it was, dog. The best ass ever, Alexis Texas. Mm. It's it's wrong. It's it's, it's completely wrong. And um, yeah, it's. Hashtag avian so white, so white. Uh, Sending your nominees for the Defcon Jive uh, Urban X Clip Awards. We bringing it back. Now, I appreciate y'all letting me take that little interlude. 
let's talk about something a little bit more important. The Women's March happened on uh, <laughs> January 21st, 2017. Multiple marches across the country, across the globe, London, Antarctica. They even had a march at Antarctica. All seven continents. All seven continents. <laughs> That's um, real. The biggest crowd being in Washington, D.C. Uh, it was the largest... Was it the largest or second largest inaugurate? I believe it was the largest with the Vietnam War. uh, The Vietnam War demonstration being the second largest inauguration demonstration. These women out there, they got out there. They uh, they made their voices known. They had dope ass signs out there. A Nazi got punched, which is fantastic. Awesome. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. The Nazi punching happened at the inauguration. But uh, a Nazi got punched this weekend. That's all you need to know. Um, That's all that matters. But this Women's March, I, I I have some feelings on it, some mixed feelings on it. I, I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm going to let the other side simmer for a second while I go to Boom. Um, your sister participated in this, brought a class with a college course class with her. So uh, what, what, what did that mean to you? I mean, I think it was dope. I think the fact that you said that all seven continents, like literally Pangea stood together against Trump. Um, (laughs) It's remarkable, but uh, yeah, my sister uh, is a professor, a feminist thought at Purdue University, brought a class um, to to understand the um, political process and and how to peacefully, you know what I'm saying, revolt against um, injustices done against them and um, it was it was an outstanding event, and it was all love. Uh, my niece was out there, and my son was going to be out there for a little while. It was just it was it was a great joint. Um, the joint was so large, you know what I'm saying, that it wasn't even a march down in D.C. They said that um, because the the amount of peop- people from the stage to the actual Washington Monument where the people were going to march, um, they filled that corridor. So they were just like. Uh, Everybody just turned around, and everybody turned around, <laughs> and it was there. Like that—that that was it. Like you know what I'm saying? It was a, a ridiculous turnout. Um, as they said before, um, because of the no fly zone over DC, they couldn't get aerial pictures. Um, but uh, there's still, you know, what I'm saying it was like two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand people. Um, they came that day. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, Remy, what, what you feel about it? Um. Your boy Trump, dog, he had a valid point. I read somewhere he said he's like, "Yo, where were y'all when he was like, where were all y'all when uh it was time to vote?" Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like, it, like, like if I'm not mistaken, didn't Trump take like a like like a college educated like white women? He took yeah. every demographic of white person, especially white he's, women, especially white women. Yeah, fifty three percent. So like, literally, like, yo, like. All disrespect to Trump, you know what I'm saying? But, like, where the fuck were y'all, dog? That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like I said earlier, <laughs> Hillary was a terrible candidate. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can I can interject real quick. Uh, uh, there was a number that came out that said um, at one venue in Wisconsin, it was like 50,000 people, 50,000 women came out to, to march at this one venue 
where Hillary Clinton had a a, a rally there and only like three thousand people showed up. Like it was staggering. There there was a lot of uh, pushing for women specifically to run for local office. Like you came out, you marched, you made signs, you clapped your hands, you stomped your feet, you yelled, you cried, you hugged. Now go back home, put a plan together, run for local office, run for your local treasury secretary, your alderman, your mayor, uh, you know, president of PTA, you know, like right. do something, you school know, like. board, just anything. Get it, get out there so that you can uh, directly affect something. By by the way, that Twitter account I was talking about, it's at Free Your Mind Kid, um, and his website is AreYouSorryYet.com, and that highlights the the Twitter users who on the left side is praising Donald Trump, and on the right side is already regretting voting for him. Because of Twitter antics or the FHA thing or the inauguration thing, just put that out. Like, there. I, I'm just like, like right now, it's just like it's just like Twitter rhetoric and shit, and like it's like oh, Donald Trump said something crazy again. I'm waiting for like some like heavy hitting shit to hit. Like, well, like if he's gonna, if he like if he actually does put up that wall and he's like, hey, you guys got to pay for this joint. You know, like we're gonna have to take this out of your taxes. You know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. when, when I don't, when I don't get my tax return, that's, that's already that's already in the workings. He said that <laughs> the American taxpayers would pay for the wall, and then and, and then we're gonna get reimbursed down by, the line, by Mexico. Yeah, down right. the line, you know, what I mean, somewhere. Like, like I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that that tax return to not to not come back for like thirty percent of like white America, dog. Right. <laughs> and they're gonna be like. Hey, you said that you you were gonna get Mexico to pay for this joint. You said that you were gonna kick out all the Muslims. <laughs> yep. So um, I can't really do that because <laughs> right. it's kind of illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but what I what I will say about the women's march is, like I said, it's it was fantastic. It was empowering. It was it was so dope to see them out there. Uh, Madonna got on stage and dropped the f bomb while. Live broadcast were carrying her speech like God intended. Like several, several, <laughs> like several, several f bombs. Like they let the first couple ones go. They did, and then they. I was watching MSNBC at the time, and she got two fucks out. Yeah, and then uh, they had to switch <laughs> off over. The last one, she was like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna have to wrap this one up." Cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not la- yeah. <laughs> Fresh out of fucks. Fresh out. But I will say, and um, you guys touched on this, the fact that 53% of white women voted for Trump. But then, so statistically, that means that one in two white women out there at that march voted for Trump. Now, that's just statistically. That's not reality. I'm sure it was probably like one in 10 out there voted for Trump. But yeah, out there protesting for women's rights. You're protesting everything that comes with women's rights. Uh, you know, Roe versus Wade, uh, Planned Parenthood, you know, all all equal pay, all that that Trump is against and right. the GOP is against, you voted for. So Yo, how is how are you against equal pay in twenty seventeen, dog? Like Dog, there's so there are really some traditional <laughs> white women out there who are like, No, like, women's places I don't wanna get money, dog. Like, <laughs> a woman's place is in the home, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let me, let me ask you this joint, because like I, you said earlier, like 
it was not just, you know, a DC or even a domestic, you know, joint. It was uh, around the world, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And so, like, how do you as, like, a foreign, like, you know what I'm saying, dignitary or, you know what I mean, as, you know, someone that involves themselves in United States politics from another country, like, engage with America? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you know your, your home country, you know what I mean, doesn't fuck with American policies or this, this president necessarily... But you have to kind of like engage in these business dealings. Like, how do you like like how how is that how are those conversations held? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I I did see somebody did an interview about that. Um, what they were saying was uh, places like London, where you had Brexit, which is very similar to what we went through with Trump, um, and then you got other places that the, they still have. Um, they still have laws that hold down women's rights. So I think it was just like just every all women around the world were like, nah, all of us are affected by these same things, especially things like trade deals can affect local rights, stuff like that. But um, what I was going to say was those 53 percent of white women, statistically one in two white women out there. It's hard for me to square that. It seems like. <laughs> They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Like they got the candidate in office that they wanted, but they don't want that candidate to touch the stuff that he said he was going to touch. So for that part, and and the second part to that is, where are these white women when Black Lives Matter is out there protesting? Where are these white women when Latina women are out there protesting, like sex trafficking and all that? Like where are these white women at? That's that's my other problem with that is that where the white women at? Where the white women at? They seem to only do it when it's them, when it affects a majority of them. But when it affects and, and, black women or Latina and they, women, in their defense, in their defense, you know, like most people only do things when it when when it affects them. You know, that's true, <laughs> true, true. But and I saw this repeated a bunch of times, like. In Washington, that 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 whole thing shut down traffic, but there was nothing but praise for them. But when Black Lives Matter shuts down traffic because we getting killed in these streets, oh, it's we thugs. We, we rioters. We thugs. We, we, we thugs. disrupting. We we disrupting the natural order of things. Like it's just it was so much double speak and double talk about this is good, but Black Lives Matter when they do it is bad, and Black Lives Matter is terrorists, but they these women groups the- are not. They didn't talk about the uh, Starbucks and the uh, Bank of America that was. Oh, they didn't talk about that during Trump's during Trump's inauguration. White anarchists were out there breaking windows. <laughs> um, they broke. This, that, dog. That's a joint. That's a joint. Like we like we breaking the wrong windows, dog. Like we gotta break like the Starbucks joint, dog. Like you can't you can't be running up in a PC Richards and Son. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> but somebody said it best. Like, yo. White people out there breaking the windows at Star Dog. How mad do white people gotta be to break windows at Starbucks, dog? Yo, doing doing pumpkin spice time, dog. <laughs> like, come on, son. You know they mad. <laughs> but then the problem is, y'all too. Y'all live down there. Y'all got to deal with those consequences. Like, imagine if if it's crazy far out, but not too far out. Imagine if. I, I this going, I'm going to throw up in my mouth saying this, but imagine if President Trump initiated like fucking martial law in D.C. because these white anarchists were breaking windows. Y'all niggas gotta deal with that shit. 
Cause y'all yeah, live uh, there. They just gonna hop on a plane and go back to fucking Omaha and shit. I don't know. Dog, you know how hard it is to kick out glass windows with Uggs on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I salute. I salute the white folks, dog. <laughs> but a Nazi did get punched. So again, yeah, wasn't yeah, wasn't a white dude that punched the Nazi dude? Yeah, it was All a white right. anarchist who punched him. It was a, he was properly he was properly masked up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it wasn't a black dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yep. Because, well, number one, your average black dude's probably not going to know who that dude is. But, and uh, number two. No, but it was like, he, he was talking crazy before before he got punched, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was. Yeah, like, I could see, I could see somebody standing on the side and I'm like, yo, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, like, uh, if you go through DC, like, in the, like in the summertime, like, not so much like this time of year, but like, they, they be having like the Israelites out there talking crazy about the Jews and all that. They do. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got that up saying? in Philly, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I I think overall though, women's march, more power to them. Appreciate them. Love seeing all the women out there. Love the fact that in D.C. zero arrests were made, probably because it was mostly white women. But zero arrests arrests were made during the march, or having to do with the march. Women, yeah, you can't arrest can't white a, women. Can't arrest white women though. <laughs> Crazy. Plenty of arrests at Trump's inauguration though, when them black folk were uh, holding up. And protesting, yo, I, whatever. yo, I love the uh, the like the Instagram joints. It was just like uh, like I seen like uh, Trump supporters riding the metro today. They asked me what the U.S. Capitol was. I sent to the Capitol Heights. <laughs> 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 I live in Capitol Heights. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like uh, <laughs> no, somebody else said they sent them to Minnesota Ave and told them that was the closest they could get. They have to walk yo, from there. Yeah, I saw. Did you I see the journey. Been, I see the joint he was they, yeah he they, was like sending the Barry Farms yeah they had Barry Farms and it made it yeah the like, Barry Farms joint it made it look like it was Disney World come <laughs> <laughs> kick back in Barry Farms yo. let's go alright yeah once again shout out to the women uh, it's it's crazy that uh, there's already a, gr- a groundswell of resistance to this current administration Hopefully, we take that energy and turn it into something productive instead of just, you know, Twitter hashtags and, and marches. Hopefully, we actually change some shit. Hundred dollar bills, got one 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 hundred Let's move on to the black business of the week and keeping it in line with women power. I wanted to shout out. A Howard University grad. Uh, she goes by C. Anderson. And she came out with a book. That book is to help women who are in abusive relationships. It's called Love Taps. Red Flags for an Abuser and How to Get Out. Taps stands for uh, Love That Assaults, Pollutes, and Scars. And uh, she, she's she's a, um, a, a therapist. And she's, she's really trying to help women get out of abusive relationships. She says about the book, abuse is not always what it seems and Love Taps is not your traditional self-help book. With clear language and clinical content, she breaks down the subtle nuances of abuse. And not only will you understand the psychological factors that can breed abusers, you will learn how to spot the warning signs and how to make an exit because that's always the hardest part. Is getting out of it because of various reasons, psychological abuse, physical abuse. Um, so C. Anderson is on Amazon right now. 
cop that love taps red flags of an abuser and how to get out uh it's on paperback it's on kindle uh read that help somebody out if they need help and especially in this time of uh women trying to uh rise up and make their voices heard you know there's some insecure dudes out there that's going to want to try to beat them down so uh cop that or grab or grab them by the pussy though Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, we should all recognize that we're probably in an abusive relationship at this moment in time, and we'll be for the, the next four years. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mello. Oh man, as let's long, move. As long as some chicks clear, man, Mello ain't going nowhere. Let's move on to the final topic, what you've been listening to, which is our weekly review of music <coughs> we've been banging. Uh, Remy, you, you've been missing. What you've been listening to? Um, you know, I, I went to uh, Spotify yesterday, man. Um, I haven't been listening to a lot of music, you know, for the last couple of weeks, but uh, you've, been, you've, been, uh, you've been on the Adrian Young Trip man, I was yes, listening sir. to that. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to that. Uh, what's the name of the joint? The uh, 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 electro electronic void joint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. strange to me sonically. yeah that one's different that one that one he tried to do something different and i don't know if it worked but uh yeah cue the cue the best joint you think for that, <laughs> think on that joint. <laughs> all right because i uh, like I, i'm at a low i'm at a i was at a loss listening for listening to it but uh, that's pretty much it man I, I ain't been listening much man okay boom what you been on well uh, i'm trying to get back on my little uh video game shit my free time you know what I'm saying? I've been on this Final Fantasy jump. You know what I'm saying? And with oh, that, word? Yeah, yeah. It's a dope jump. And Hold up. Which one? The uh, little 15 jump. Okay. And um, with that, you know what I mean? I, we'll start playing, you know what I'm saying? Trying to do all these missions. I got the little Google Home going in the background playing random albums. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and I stumbled upon that, you know what I'm saying? That reason... You know what I'm saying again? It's nothing like it. Yo, I'm ten steps ahead of niggas. That shit's scary. Sometimes I feel ahead of myself. I hear this voice in the back of my mind. Like Mac, maintain, just grind, all better yourself. So what I do, I take heed and pick up the pace. Can't explain it when I pick up my son and look at my face. I'm like a black rose growing in the concrete, cracking the pavement. Okay. That, that, that means Mac, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. And I had to, had to go through it again. I wanted to know if you could, you know, speak on that. Because you talked about before, how about your, your ties to... To corrupt, uh, you know, that albums there's a lot of it's heavy influenced by the West Coast. There's a lot of you know, what I mean, West Coast like production. Um, I think he said something, much. Uh, something about gangster cookies. Um, but uh, 
What are your thoughts on that joint? Is it, how, how does a Philly dude, you know what I'm saying, have so much, you know what I mean, Cali on the album? I think it was it was majorly affected by the fact that they did um, Don't Change the Game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they did that remix with the Dog Pound yeah. and Rick Rock. I believe it was Rick Rock who did that beat, who... Incidentally, also did the I Don't Do Much beat, which is just a slowed down version of the same beat. Exactly. Um, I think that influence, just hanging around Corrupt at that time and having Rick Rock in there, influenced it a lot. But I still I still think it's dope, man, because you still got nothing like it. You got Get Down. Um, Seagull was the name that they gave me. Like it's it's still plenty of East Coast joints on there. What's your life like two? But there's like three, uh, you know, West Coast joints on there. It's like uh, yeah, and, and it's literally like you said, from to 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 be, you know, Philly and be so you know what I'm saying, so back block on the first joint to go to you know what I mean. Yeah, Shoot I think it was just the fact that he boogie. um he was just experimenting. It was probably recording out in L.A. smoking. Smoking some type of, some type of like electronic greenery, it's probably like true. like some motherfucking, so like like some uh, Greek Sidonian greenery. <laughs> you know, they probably had something exotic out there. Made a but uh, the shit that made a corrupt little brother pass out. That's what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> the joint that brought on the dab. Yeah, the yeah, of the dab. <laughs> It was probably smoking something like that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I no, I I still love the reason, dog. I I could listen to Get Down like on repeat for yeah. for hours. I love that beat and and Beans is ridiculous on there. My first uh, my first tattoo, man. It's a man's world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a man's world. <laughs> is that why you got it? It should have told you from the get go. Fucking with them South Philly sickos. So you got it's a man's world for beans. I mean, I was heavily it's heavily influenced by that. Shit's going on in my life at the same time. But you know what I mean. Well, that kind of jives with the, your opinion on the WNBA, so that makes sense. Over my heart, man, it's a man's world, Tigo. <laughs> and uh, only the NBA can be around. Got it. Boom. Mm-hmm. So for me. I've been on that something about April 2. Because I got that. That came in on the vinyl. So I got that spinning up. And then... It's just random joints like shout out to Young Scrap. Uh if y'all don't know Scrap be rapping. And uh I'm just I'm just on the sample hunt, so it's just random old school joints. Um Remy, you know all about that. Yes, sir. But uh off your, off your rhythm roulette? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I got two joints, man, but I can't I can't fit I can't find the tempo for them. I might send them to Remy, because Remy's a much better beat maker than I am. So I might just I might just become like Remy's uh, sample runner, moving and on. just start sending him joints. He be moving them blocks, man. I'm trying to tell you, I seen him flip them bricks. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> Real smooth. You know what I mean? 
Like he's like the worst Tetris player of all time. Black game, like he's crazy. Once again, reviews on SoundCloud. Jr. Drummond. I think the last upload was like three months ago, but that's okay. I'm trying to say, you should, no, you should do Remy on some real shit. You should like sell like your motherfucking <laughs> your PS1 memory cards to them. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what we doing now. You know what I'm saying? We're not giving them no CDs, no DATs, no no MP3s. We selling PS2 memory cards straight up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get out, you want it? Straight fire. What Boom is referring to is is Remy Remy's fire that he made on Beatmaker on PS2 back in college. Fun, that, that funk master flex music making <laughs> that sounds fire though. Can I say this joint though before we sign off, man? Cause cause no one really hurt my soul. You know what I'm saying? What's that? I, 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 I think I can like foresee a lot of fuck shit and I can you know I'm a pretty good, you know, judge or whatever, in my opinion. A fuck shit foreseer, okay. But when I saw my man, my father's all-time hero, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Jim Brown, you know what I'm saying? Meet and, and speak complimentary of a uh, of President Trump. You know what I mean? I lost it, man. Like, I understand the, the I understand the Kanye, the the uh, Steve Harveys of the world. You know what I'm saying? I get that. I see you, but. Motherfucking Jim Brown, though, like that shit hurt, bro. And not only that, he defended Trump against people who how how Jim Brown going to defend Trump against John Lewis? <coughs> yeah, not, not Jim. That shit hurt. <laughs> that's uh, that's like the the Chrisette Michelle joint, dog. Did she even perform? Uh, apparently she did. She got she got she got a quarter million for it though. What is she performing? So what song she got popping? Like see 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 the, no, she did like a she did like a thirty minute set. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. She performing for, for white people, man. They don't care about it. <laughs> I put I put the joint in the chat, man. One of the things that I listened to, you know, what I mean, I've been doing this bootleg audible. You know what I'm saying? Was the ballad and the bullet? You know what I'm saying? Great speech sixty four by great Malcolm X, Malcolm Little. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And a lot of this shit that he talks about and that shit is so motherfucking relevant right now. Mm. And he and he talks about how uh, it's a it's it's a sham about the Republicans and the Democrats. It's, you know, people just trying to get over on people. And he says what happens is you know uh, these people come into power and the first thing they do is invite black people to come in and have coffee with them. Yeah. And, and they invite these people in and sit down and talk with them. The same people that they exploit, they take advantage of. The same people that these black people were talking uh, negative about. And once they bring them to the house, instead of coming back and saying what they said and, and, and how they told this guy off, they're talking about how great the coffee is. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And what a nice guy he is. <laughs> and mm. sit down with them. And that's what we got going on now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Pull that shit up. I might have to pull in one of those speeches then. That joint, that joint is so clutch, man. He's he's talking about he's like you know what I'm saying the South. You know what they do? The the Democrats don't even you know what I'm saying try to get votes. They realize that they're not going to win, so let the Republicans do it. They don't even care. You know what I'm saying? And mm. in the North, you know what I'm saying they play a crooked game. There's this game called gerrymandering where they rewrite districts, so it doesn't matter who you vote for, you still lose. This is in 1964. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. And so so he was like, so what you got going on is you got you know. 
um, down south wolves, you know what I'm saying, trying to take, you know, trying to, you know, fight for votes. And you got up north, you know what I'm saying, foxes trying to trip you out of their votes. What you got to realize is that the wolf and the fox are both uh, akin to the dog. And you got these white dogs out here trying to take advantage of black people. I'm like, come on, dog. Wow. Come on, man. Wow. Come on, man. Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, along with the new Intersection Eight podcast, comics and literature with what's going on today. Um, and you're gonna hear DCJ folks on that. We on iTunes too, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Do it. Do Subscribe. It. Email us podcast at defconjive.com with your motherfucking. AVN hashtag AVN so white criticisms and shit. Right. We read them. Do your do your research in your bathroom in the comfort of your own home. Right. Um. But yeah, the AVN. I mean the Urban X Clip Awards. You know because black porn. We only need like ten minutes really to do what we supposed to do. We don't need <laughs> we don't need feature length nah. movies. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry that we were talking about Black Lives Matter leaders and we've just evolved into porn. I I apologize for that, but not really. Um, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Cannon. You what's know what up? I'm saying? Do you need like any introductory like dialogue? Like you know what I'm saying? I don't. Okay. I don't. You know what I need? I need for them to be like, "Hey, what's your name?" and then they say their name, and then that's it. Okay. Be- because that's that name is for reference. If I want to find another clip, <laughs> another, find further film. Yeah, okay. if I want to find another ten minute clip of yours, I need your name. And you know what? Do me a favor. Don't change your name after you've been in the industry for like a year. <laughs> that's because real. you know you got this one name when you first started. Look at you, Sasha. Look at that you, Sasha Blow. That's what I'm. T- see, thank you, Remy. I appreciate that. I appreciate that alley oop. So. So she, so she walks in like, "Hi, I'm Aisha." They high five and they just get right to it. I mean, you don't even really need the high five. All right. To be real with you, all you really need is a unique tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Kitten. You know what I mean? Mm. Michelle Tucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, but you can't really Google image search a video still. That's the problem. Well, then you just like girl with the Africa tattoo on the ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right, and and you know, that's that's why you don't you don't organize it by name though. You do it by genre and like by. That's the problem. We we only have one genre, and that's like in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. It's, like, it's, it's in the front room. It's not even in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, so that I think about it, dog. Like I've never seen, like I don't think I've ever seen like a black porn in like the kitchen. See, that's what I'm saying. Or like, or like the laundry room, dog. Like, like it's always like, uh, it's always in like that front room, dog. Like you get front room or hotel room. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the front room. You know what I'm saying? Where it goes down at. Front Room Volume DCJ presents Front Room Volume 1 mm. Let's go We're gonna improve Ebony porn dog We're gonna fight Yeah We're gonna, we're gonna fight For subgenres You know what I'm saying 
We're mm. gonna fight for recognition. We're gonna fight for full, you know what I'm saying, credits and captions. You know what I'm saying? Please. We're, Please. We're, we're gonna fight for, you know what I'm saying, the the the, the naming and the proper no, nomenclature for these, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, stars. You know what I mean? And and y'all y'all know I'm a software engineer as well. So me and Remy, we really can't get together and normalize this database. Um, we really do need to make sure that all crystals are properly <laughs> alphabetized and uh, sorted. You know. Let me let me ask you this. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm gonna be first to say, and I don't want to go on for another you know 20 minutes, but I'm I'm not a champ. I'm I'm not a, a, a connoisseur of, of of Caucasian porn. You know what I mean? I've seen here and there, but I'm not. You know what I mean? That's not that's not my go-to. Mm-hmm. Do does it diminish the quality of black porn to have booty talk talk, one hundred and forty five? Like, why, why is there not a different? You know what I'm why are there not like it, there's no spinoffs to something? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean, but there was a spinoff. All that ass came out of booty talk. Yeah, Sugar Walls. <laughs> Shout out to Sugar Walls. Classic, classic series. Shout out to Janet Jackman. Shout out to Jan- Shout out to Midori. Uh, shout out to Chocolate. Yeah. Okay, uh, let, yeah, let's let's. Uh, shout out to Obsession. Shout out to Caramel. Oh, we just gonna do. Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll we'll do this another time. Um, pause. Uh, let's let's just go ahead and sign out because this is this has gotten ridiculous, or has it? <laughs> or has it? This is your boy Cannon, mm. aka Professor Charles Xavier. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is your boy Cannon, aka Professor uh, Xavier Charles Barkley. It's your man Boom Dynamite, aka Rex Ryan Tillerson. <laughs> Yo, it's your man. <laughs> uh, uh, it's your man Remy, dog. <laughs> Welcome back, Remy. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>